Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. It is Tuesday, May 10th, and we're on to episode 39. We have the uh, illustrious return of Victor. Victor, what's up? Hey, man. What's up? What's going on? Uh, not too much. I'm going a little bit down the rabbit hole of Twitter in the past, like, 30 minutes. I don't know if you guys have heard of this website called Twitter. No, what's that? It's where you can send quick blurbs to the world. Oh. Yeah, it's used by a couple people. A couple million. Oh. A couple trillion, maybe. Wow. Yeah, I've never really used it before. I mean, I follow people, but now I'm like really getting the uh, the nitty gritty of it. I'm only ten years too late. <laughs> What's up with you guys? I'm amped, man. You're amped. I'm amped up. I'm ready to go because of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that like a hip thing? Is that what all the hip kids are into these I days? I believe so because I just retweeted, or I just tweeted with a couple hashtags, and I got like five more followers for so a hashtag. Hashtag Captain America Civil oh, War. Okay. Hashtag Wait, Team Cap. What's that? Captain America Civil War is a movie that just came out. Is it? Yep. What? From another uh, studio you may have heard of. Marvel Studios. They never, make, never heard of them. They make comic book movies. What? It's like mm. 1989's Batman. Made by Tim Burton. Mm. What? That one? It's all news to me. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing. And we just got two breaking news stories hot off the wire. The first one is, and I, I can't believe this, this actually like baffled me. When I first saw this, I, as I looked down, I thought it was an April Fool's thing. I'm like, it's not April Fool's! But Disney, or according to Giant Bomb, they're the ones that I have to you know, cite the source, giantbomb.com. They have, Disney has canceled Infinity. Aww. Yeah! I mean, John Vignocchi's out of a job. Yeah, the that toys. sucks. If you guys know Disney Infinity, uh, Toys to Life. Um, where they got the, yeah, Skylanders uh, and all that. Yeah. There's another one like it too, right? There's another. Pretty sure. There's oh, there's another. a Lego one they're doing now too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. yeah. But I and thought Nintendo's they were doing okay. in on that business with the Amiibos too, I guess. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But I thought Disney Infinity was like doing great because they had the Star Wars and they had Marvel. And I'm pretty sure I just bought 2.0, which is Marvel for my godson for his birthday. I mean, it's not gonna stop working, but it's kind of whack. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Hmm. What are you gonna do? More news to come, I'm sure. Yep. And the other breaking news story that just dropped. Star, so good. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2 has been confirmed. It will feature content from the new movies. Vic, oh. does that excite you? Uh, no, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't excite me that much, actually. Did you, did you, did you play one? the first one? I played a little bit of the first one, but um, because so you never purchased it. No. Plus all of the editions that ever came out for it. No, I did not. What? I believe if you got everything together with that, if you bought the sixty dollars base and then all the crap. Mm-hmm. It came out to like $110. Mm-hmm. I bought it like yeah. a sucker. You sure did. But you, <laughs> yep. Is that that big box that you just pulled out? No, that was Star Wars Republic. Out, that was like, the old Republic. Years ago? That was yeah. Star Wars Republic. Maurice has been fleeced by LucasArts here's, here's many a time. Here's the thing. I got my money's worth for Star Wars Old Republic because I put a lot of hours into it. I didn't play it for my entire life, but I, played, I put over at least 100 hours into it. Um, Battlefront... I did not get my money's worth. I played like mm. 10 hours of that. Because mm. you can only play an online game for so long. Yep. Unless there's rocket cars. <laughs> and a soccer ball. Because for that $20 game I mm. bought, which was free for a lot of play- for all PlayStation users for a certain period of time, I've mm. gotten at least 48 hours worth. Because it actually tracks your time now. That's an Xbox update you can see. Oh, nice. Yeah. I also find that that is the case when you have... Um, 
Fighters in Streets. <laughs> How's that going for you? It's awesome. Street Fighter Five is just leaps and bounds better than it was at launch. Nice. Uh, if you want to talk about news, uh, Capcom actually just um, released uh, a story basically confirming that it did not meet sales expectations. Oh, really? Gee, I wonder why. Right. Uh, it... They projected that it would sell 2 million copies from launch until now, and it's only sold about 1.2 million. So, um, you know, that's the, well below expectation. With the invention of this new website called Twitter, mm-hmm. and people can put their instant reactions to mm-hmm. that stuff, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. stuff spreads like wildfire. Oh, you mean they fucked <laughs> up by releasing half a game? They sure did. You don't <laughs> say. <laughs> and they, it's funny, because when they talk about, you know, all these movies appeal to everyone, but it's like the true blue fans that go out launch or the day of a weekend of a movie like Batman versus Superman oh, and then like who gives the first did? impressions mm-hmm. like you did right but I mean you just even when you because you, you your recommendation at the time was wait until the other stuff comes yes, out yes absolutely so I'm sure a lot and of people now do. now my recommendation is go out and get it yeah. it's fantastic it's really good Guile is finally out and it's uh, the online is buttery smooth. Uh-huh. That's like that staggered fights has been fantastic. It's gonna work. Yeah, I still say that you know buying games like that, just incomplete half shell games at launch. It's like take some responsibility. You're part of the problem. If that becomes a big trend in gaming, I'm blaming you too, Arison Maurice. <laughs> but here's the thing, bro. Becomes a trend. The fuck? Where have you been? What do you mean? Publishers have been releasing half broken games for years now. Like what? Besides Square Years. Enix? Assassin's like, Creed. A lot yeah. of independent. Well, here's that was the first one I was. I think. I think Capcom. <clears throat> Capcom. Or Assassin's Street Creed? Fighter Five. Oh, yeah. Assassin's Creed Unity. That's one that was. Like, yeah, that open, thing was right? broken as fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, I never played it personally. I never played any Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not talking about games that are like super glitchy at launch. I'm talking about like games that are incomplete. Before they hit the shelves. You like, mean like featuring complete? Like featuring complete, yeah. Uh, like Battlefront uh, or Street Fighter Five. That's what I'm well, talking no, about. Well, no, Street Fighter. Well, here's the thing about Street Fighter Five is they were the first ones that really like put their balls on the table. Like this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Because Battlefront, like they were very honest with what they were releasing. Yeah. People suckers like me just fell for it anyway. Right. But here's yeah. the thing: I will not be buying Battlefront Two unless they put a campaign. Because mm. I would play it full. I would pay sixty bucks for a Star Wars. First person shooter campaign. Me I would. Yeah. But online playing, when I play for a couple hours and then I turn it off for a day and I come back and everyone's way better than me and shoots the shit out of me, <laughs> I'm not really interested in that. Yeah. Just gonna throw that so out there. I never got into Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really into Call of Duty though. I had to quit doing my own rage. You have to issues. play so long to just keep up with the freaking bastards on that. I you gotta get your loadouts, you gotta prestige yeah. and all that bull crap. Listen, man, I know that when I log into Street Fighter Five. Guile is still going to have all the moves that Guile has. Charlie's still going to have all the moves that Charlie has. Ryu's going to have all the moves that Ryu has. Ain't shit changing, man. It's all about your skill level. Let's go. Let's throw down. I'm beat the fuck out of you. That's what's about to happen. I mean, I don't even... I would be afraid of stepping back into Call of Duty now after being away for so long. I'm sure I'd still mess up those dumb kids. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Kids are too good. God, they would call your mama so many times. <laughs> I was gonna say it, like they probably. I would defend her. Those honor. kids were. <laughs> I would defend her honor by. Actually, you know, here's the funny thing. Call of Duty actually made me mute everyone that's not my friends on Xbox. So if I'm not friends with you, I can't hear you because of those dumb eleven year olds. Probably a good call. My feelings. <laughs> hey man, what are we getting into today? We're just gonna talk about Street Fighter Five this entire time. Oh, I like it. Let's go. I heard. What's your favorite move? I heard, Who's your favorite guy? I heard there's a new movie that just came out this weekend. Victor, what's this new movie? 
That movie is Captain America Civil War. Mm. All right. Never yeah. heard of it. Never heard of it. It's like, it's just only the 13th Marvel film. Is it really 13? Yeah, in the wow. MCU. It's oh, 13th you mean feature. the fifth biggest opening of all time? Yep. Is that what you're talking about, Vic? Yeah, that little independent feature that could. Gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marvel did start out as like an ind- like Wait. before Disney bought them. They're like independent, right? Is that is that yep. all, is that all we're getting into? Mm-hmm. You tell me. Well, I got a couple of news headlines I wanted to touch on real quick. No, didn't you guys go do something this weekend? Oh yeah, there was. A, oh, we went yeah. to a free comic book day on Saturday. At, uh, tell, tell, me, Co- tell me about that. What happened there? I wasn't able to make it, you guys. Yeah, of course you did. I missed out on a good time. Yeah, of course you did, because you're fat. But we, but it was Maurice, Aris, it was Maurice and Carl and myself. We went up to Rock Cocos. We'll Cocos. go ahead and let that slide this one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was the three of us. We went to Rock Cocos, and uh, it, was, it was actually packed, more so than usual. Um, and we got to procure... It was more packed than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And we got to procure some free comic books, mm-hmm. and our Whoa, and we saw on free comic book day. Yeah, yeah. What well, a novel concept. Here's the thing: you would think that because Rococo's, they had a nice our uh, friend of the show, Jim Savard, was yeah. getting, was at the free comic book section. And he you got to, take up, got to take up to four free comic books. Yep. Um, DC just did the boring old. Oh, we're just going to give you Suicide Squad number one that came out like six years ago. Because our movie's coming out, because that's DC and Warner Brothers for you. What bastards. Yep, but Marvel is smart, and they did the the f- rebirth of Captain America, or the new, not rebirth, but uh, Steve Rogers is back as Captain America, because he was away for a little while. He was old again. They did Civil War Two, which is in tie with the movie that we're going to talk about. And at the end of this, actually has a feature on the new Spider-Man story, Dead No More. Ooh. Which is like the next big thing Ooh. in the Spider-Man I like it. universe. So that's in there. Um, and I also got One Punch Man. I got yeah. that one. I got that one as well as the Aris, Civil War ones. I know Aris loves that so much. I do love One Punch Man. And I also got Sonic Thank the Hedgehog. Thank you for thinking of me. You're welcome. And I also got Sonic the Hedgehog because I love Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I, picked up a Bruce, I picked up a Bruce Lee one. I was... I have not even got a chance to like read any of the stuff I got. You know they say one for you one for someone else and then the other two I just I had to get it because that was like the hotness uh, what'd you guys get? Uh, I got the same thing Captain, Captain America and a One Punch Man I also got uh, this Valiant Comics sampler oh nice yeah which seems yeah Sonic cool. is a sampler too it looks like and also yeah. on the back of uh, Captain America you see Black Panther 1 which looks like they're rebranding him as well and mm-hmm. we'll talk about him in the show a little bit later that's well. it was a good event but then we went to Newberry Comics at the Promise Place Mall and they didn't have free comics. There was one little table that said, if you buy, buy two of these comic books and this table only, you get one free. Which is whack. That was pretty yeah, whack. So I went and bought comics that weren't on that table. And I paid a little bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> but I got Obi-Wan and Anakin, the, uh, the four um, miniseries that they had. And then I got Star Wars and Darth Vader Volumes 2. And then the crossover between those two. So I'll have those read probably by next week. I've been looking out. But that was the thing with Rococo's. I couldn't find them there. And I think, mm-hmm. but also there was a trade paperback section, but all the artists were in front of that. Yeah, those guest artists who actually have did like very like awesome work too. Yeah. I can't remember their names at the moment, but they It was a them. really good crowd and they were like in and out the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like there was never like a, a dull moment with all those people. So I'm glad. And uh, it was really smart. Mm-hmm. I think I, I just, it's a great event. I think. Marvel kicked it out, of, knocked it out of the park with what they were offering. Mm-hmm. 
And then DC once again did not. <laughs> DC can't do anything right. Because Suicide Squad number one was five years ago. Yeah, I think so. 2011 yeah. was when they did the new 52. Like, that's really the one you're going to print for... Okay, sure. <laughs> well, it's the movie coming out. So I, I figured, yeah, yeah that's it. Well, we got the movie coming out. That's... Yeah, the movie coming out in August, not the movie coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Civil War Two, <laughs> And then, you know, Captain America also. Like, that's... Come on! Come on, DC. Get your shit together. Marvel really knows uh, how to synergize. Yeah. <clears throat> it must be nice to have infinite money from Disney. Yeah, and now they have even more money because they just canceled Disney Infinity. Yep. But I guess my guess is they're just going to license out their games in case someone else do it mm-hmm. and make tons and tons of money. But uh, what did you guys think of the uh, the event? It was very good. Very good. You know, it was a lot, very nice crowd. Uh, we didn't stay long enough to check out the band that they had there. Um, but like I said, they had a very good selection for free comic books. I actually did manage to buy some. I caught up on my uh, Drax series. I haven't got a chance to read any of it yet because it was such a busy weekend for me. <laughs> and, um, and then I also picked up the new Punisher number one, the hip-hop cover, which was like a tribute to uh, LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out album cover. So that looks pretty dope. I'm actually in the process of trying to collect all the hip-hop covers and I got a long way to go. Nice. So, um, yeah. I like it. At least that was mine. <laughs> I thought it was a really cool event. You know, it's nice to see all these... Uh, comic book geeks and nerds show out and uh you know just uh just commiserate with one another you know get some free comic books get some nice artwork from the artists that were there at rococo's and yeah it was a just all-around good time Mm. i mean uh it's great to be a fan oh for sure for sure for sure um, and then what you guys did a little something special after Free Comic Book Day that I could not partake in. Actually, well, before that, I do want to give a shout out to Jim Savard and Reagan for, you know, having such an awesome event. And happy birthday to Jim's uh, son, Trevor. He just turned 13 yesterday, as a matter of fact. So happy birthday, Trevor. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday from your boys, the Codex Prime Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Eris, you did make it, uh, for a business meeting. Afterwards, and then what'd you guys do? Oh, you mean when we had some beers? Yep. Sat down. Yep. Some beers. Yep. That nitro. Right. Pretty good. Sam. No, it wasn't nitro. That I like that. You, that like, wasn't. You don't like that stuff though. So no. it's, it's not your palate. No, that nitro. It's not crap. Latin enough for you, right? <laughs> that grapefruit shandy I had though. <laughs> I do have to, actually. I should. I have to try that as well. But uh, what'd you guys do after uh, after our meeting? Uh, afterwards, we went ahead and we saw Captain America: Civil War. Uh, the yeah. little, uh, the low-budget independent feature by that art house studio Disney mm-hmm. and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, thirteenth film in the in the MCU, and uh, it was just awesome, awesome times all around. Um, have you seen it, Maurice? I did. I saw it last night. Awesome, Good. awesome. Uh, it was so awesome. I actually saw it twice. Nice. Saw it on the Friday it came out, and with you with you guys on Saturday. Uh, let me get into the story of sure. uh, Civil War real sure. quick to set up, set, set us up, set the scene, if yeah. you will. So in Captain America Civil War, uh, it uh, follows following the events of New York and the Avengers, Washington, D.C., in Captain America the Winter Soldier, Sokovia in Age of Ultron, and now Lagos, Nigeria in Civil War, uh, where, where Wakandan humanitarian workers were accidentally killed. Uh, the United Nations establishes the Sokovia Accords, which will establish a U.N. panel to oversee and control the Avengers. Because of this, the team is now divided. Tony Stark is pro-oversight because he feels responsible for Ultron's creation and Sokovia's destruction, and he thinks that heroes cannot, shouldn't operate with, without oversight. 
Uh, Steve Rogers, on the other hand, uh, says that he's anti-oversight because, because, well, you know, governments always have their own agendas. They're always, you know, you know, have their ulterior motives. And uh, he trusts his own judgment more more so than the UN or any other nation for that matter. Mm. Uh, So meanwhile, behind the in the background, there's this mysterious villain known as Baron Zemo, who undertakes his own covert mission to dismantle the Avengers. Why? More on that later. Then you've got uh, the Winter Soldier, uh, James Bucky Barnes. He's also swept up in the madness. And uh, last but not least, uh, DC Comics has been placed under suicide watch. And uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers has refilled their prescription of antidepressants. That's the story of Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> I do think they have that in the credits at the end, yes. Yep. Uh, so that was a good setup. Before we go any further, listeners, um, we're about 15 minutes in. We're going to start with some spoilers for you. So uh, if you haven't seen the movie... We all recommend seeing it. Yep. But just uh, spoilers from here on out. Yes. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, before we start, which side were you guys on? Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Eris, oh. go. Team Cap all day. Yep. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Damn it, Carl. Pick a side, Carl. I didn't want to. I, like, I love them both. No, Carl. I love them both. You gotta Damn pick it. a side. No. I, love them I both. hate you, Carl. <laughs> God damn, man. <laughs> Fucking children. All right, you got to pick Team Aris or Team Carl. What? It's on, man. <laughs> well. There's a civil war in this bitch. <laughs> so I'm glad that Aris actually picked a side, so I'll say Right, Aris. don't stand on the sideline, Carl. That's the worst. That's why they didn't have any neutral superheroes in this movie. Fucking right, they didn't. They had no Carls. Carl wasn't in the movie. <laughs> Victor, Team Cap or Team Iron Man? I was Team Cap. Yeah, me too. Although I will say that both sides had legitimate uh, reasons. They did. So what the fuck? They did, Carl. Nobody's saying they didn't. I'm not signing no accords. Like, fuck that. I'm not reading that. Did you see how long that thing was? I ain't reading that. Renegade with a heart of gold, bro. Right. (laughs) I would have read it. But it was like, I think think Captain America put it best when he was like, what if they send us somewhere we don't want to go? Fuck that. Right. And also, I'd be like, uh, excuse me, the Battle of New York was kind of an alien invasion. <laughs> if we didn't do anything, you all would have died. That was one thing that I, when when Thunderbolt Ross showed up mm-hmm. of Incredible Hulk fame. Which is pretty mm-hmm. cool that they brought him in from a movie from 2008, which yep. was the second movie in the yep. Marvel Universe. And they came back to number 13, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm down. I like that. Mm-hmm. He was able to come back for this. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, look, you guys, this is all the damage you caused. And then it's like New York, and then they show like a body count, Sokovia, which that one time that Shield, which is a totally legitimate government agency, got taken over by a super shadowy spy organization. Hail Hydra. That was kind of our fault. Yeah. But anyway, your fault, right? Avengers. The really and the body counts weren't that high. Sorry for all those catastrophic events. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the Avengers saved millions of lives. <laughs> Like, I understand casualties and all that. Well, I get it. They saved the world. I get it. Because it was going to drop a meteor on the world. <laughs> that whole thing was kind of Iron Man's fault. That, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that, that's the one where I'm yeah. like, all right, they kind of got a point on that one. Yeah. But the other ones, they kind of saved millions of lives. Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised so, they didn't mention... Really, fuck you, Thunderbolt Ross. Because I feel like they didn't mention the Dark World because that was also like a oh, yeah, that's alien true. incursion. Yeah. Type yeah, thing. but they, they included New York, which was an right. alien incursion. Yeah. But, you know, that, that Thor one, that happened in England. Fuck that. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no offense to our English yeah, listeners. Right. Listen, I think our English listeners know that I am being sarcastic because Marvel's the one that doesn't care. 
Coach <laughs> <laughs> from Cop Podcast loves the UK. Yeah. I was going to say, like, isn't, isn't it kind of rich for Thunderbolt Ross, even though he had some legit points? I mean, th- wasn't he somewhat responsible for uh, creating Abomination in the Incredible Hulk? I don't believe he was somewhat. I think he was, like, directly, directly responsible yeah. for that. Well, so he was responsible for, like, the initial super soldier serum being injected into that guy. Yeah. And then that guy took it a step further. Right. And injected more? So the mm-hmm. thing that Thunderbolt yep. did led him to do more things? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so he's directly responsible. Yeah, he's got, he's got red on his ledger too. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know what? He turns like, into Red Hulk in the comics at a later <laughs> point, so that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But also, that was like 11 movies ago, so no one remembers that. Yeah. <laughs> he is definitely throwing stones. Yes. While living sure. in a glass house. Yeah. But most of those, you know, people do. Like Secretary of State, they definitely do that. Mm-hmm. And also, why is he Secretary of State? He totally fucked up the whole big time. <laughs> That's fine. He did not succeed in that whatsoever. Listen, man, Bruce Banner doesn't seem the type to, you know, bring litigation on folks or put their dirty laundry out there. He ain't no snitch. <laughs> Think Bruce Banner's out there snitching? Snitches get stitches. That's right. That is right, Colbert. Uh, so, Colbert, for someone who was on the sidelines and doesn't care about anything, what did you think? Didn't think anything. He didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there without a smile on your face. And you felt nothing. It was joyless, like Batman. No, nah, I enjoyed Batman. the movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just awful. <laughs> no, but this was. Let me see. If you want to compare it to Batman versus Superman, it was literally the complete opposite of that. Mm. Like it was just fucking amazing. Like, and then the way they brought in Spider-Man and Black Panther are we going to get into that later on or should I just go ahead it's a very difficult you're, you're giving your own thoughts Carl yeah, do, do, yeah. say what it's, you it's a very difficult mm-hmm. movie to talk about because there's just so much there's yeah. so there is a like, lot to unpack. Yeah. I've, been, I've been unpacking it since the day we saw yeah. it on Saturday. Yeah, I think I need to like watch it again. Mm. I plan to. My yeah. wife wants to go see it, so oh, nice. I'm, I'm gonna go see it anyway. Because you can be, you could say, you know, Team Cap or Team Iron Man, and then you could say, Old Black Panther was introduced, and he, he was awesome. Yeah, he was. Um, you can say Spider Man was introduced, and he was awesome. Yeah, he was, Man. he was freaking hilarious. Like yeah. you can say those things. So why don't we? <laughs> yeah, so, so I mean, he was because, I, I mean, because that spawns an entirely separate conversation. Which I well, can't yeah, yeah. It was, we'll get what was actually problem. good. What was actually good is like free form conversation. Now. The like the lesser known, well, not lesser known, but like the newer heroes that they brought in mm-hmm. were like the ones who killed it. Like yeah. Ant Man was fucking hilarious. Oh, he was amazing. Um, so like I said, Spider Man. We say, oh my god, you guys, this is just like that old movie. Called the Empire Strikes Back, and they're like, "How old is this kid?" Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And I, even at Iron Man, it's like, eh, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> I did. I did like. Um, I th- for me personally, my favorite part of that battle, outside of, well, the superhero. That's the other thing you have to unravel is the superhero battle between everyone. Um, outside of Spider Man, Ant Man was my favorite. I thought he was just yeah. absolutely hilarious, and I love Paul Rudd so much. Um, but of everyone that was introduced, that wasn't a, that's not a normal Avenger of those three. That's tough. Who was your favorite inclusion? Uh, of all the new characters? Yeah. Well, because Ant-Man's, you know, he's had his own solo movie, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like an, you know, an Avenger when the first two came out. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. it's a tie between Spider-Man and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those, both, both, both characters were just 
nailed right out of the park. Yeah. Hit out of right, right out of the park. And uh, like I would say, like Chadwick, Bo- Chadwick Boseman, he was terrific as uh, T'Chaka. Mm-hmm. And T'Challa. I think T'Challa, actually. T'Chaka was his dad, who yep. was killed. And uh, what's, what was great about Chadwick Boseman is that um, he brought this like certain regality to the, to the yeah. role because he's a king. And um, and I and I like the fact that Civil War also functions as his origin story of sorts, so that when we get into his movie next year, you know he'll, he'll we'll have an all new original story without having to set up who is the Black Panther and all of this. Yeah. Just get into the the real meat of his uh, drama. It's a smart thing that Marvel does. Oh yeah, and um, yeah. and and also uh, much also, better than an attachment email, but <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And and we're gonna we're gonna draw email some attachment. That's what it was. That's, that's what it was. And you know what? It we're was gonna... they introduced the Justice League as an email attachment. Yeah. Like, and we can we can draw a lot of comparisons between this film and Batman versus Superman. Like what I love about this film so much is that, I mean, I, I actually absolutely love the screenplay of this film. It was written by uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. They both wrote A Winter Soldier, and the fact that they can ca- they can take all of these uh, all these gi- ginormous amounts of heroes in one film, and you know, and not make it feel overstuffed, and not make it feel like they're just glorified cameos advertising their own movies. Like they all fit. They all fit organically into the narrative. They had legit reasons for being there and they were in there just the, just the right amount of time. That's a testament to their talents as writers because I'm thinking about, uh, I was watching the film, I was like, man, Batman versus Superman really fucked up. They really dropped the ball and they had, what, three characters at the, well, two really. Yeah. Wonder Woman didn't need to be there. And then the fact that this this uh, this film took a dozen characters and made them all fit organically that just says wow Warner Brothers doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. They're okay, there you go. You didn't took you took my sentiments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you saw the, the bubbling of the Captain America and Iron Man for like three movies now. Like mm-hmm. you always saw that. Yeah, back to the first Avengers, they had their disagreements and they even had a little bit of a tussle in Avengers too. Yeah. Yeah. And and I also like the fact that at the end, uh, despite all these heroes being featured, it's still very much the Captain America show. Yes, it's still yeah. very much his story, him and uh, Bucky Barnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, Ares for Black Panther, the Spider Man, Ant Man. Your 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 second your your second banana is Spider Man. What'd you think? You've read a lot of Spider Man. I'm not gonna sit here and sit on a fence like the rest <laughs> of these guys here. Mm-hmm. My favorite was Black Panther. <laughs> I thought out of all the inclusions, um, Black Panther was the the best introduction that Marvel made in this film. Um, and, and mostly, I think it's because uh, we, we've seen Spider-Man before. We've mm-hmm. seen him as a character in other live-action films and other types of media. And while Spider-Man was very well done, and it was my favorite depiction of Spider-Man uh, in films since Spider-Man 2, I felt that the character of Black Panther could not have been introduced in a better way. He was actually integral to the film all of his motivations made sense uh and you know he 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 had his reasons to 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 do the things that he did and i I think that just overall i feel like the motivations well while some of them you could question and and kind of um you know ask what uh or poke, poke holes in their reasoning i feel like marvel did a good job of making every character and you know have a reason for being there whether it was central to the plot like captain america trying to save bucky barnes or you know iron man trying to get oversight because he feels so guilt-ridden because of all the things that his work has caused all of the death all of the you know 
peril and, and, and every all the disasters that his work has brought the world uh, down to just uh, Ant-Man just wanting to fucking hang out with Captain America because he's a super yeah. fanboy. Like, <laughs> yeah, all that, that was... shit was cool. Like It made sense to me. And I feel like Chadwick Boseman completely embodied the the character of T'Challa and, and the Black Panther, uh, both like he 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 transferred. Like I I'm a big fan of his. I've been watching him uh, since uh, the the uh, what the hell is that baseball film? Oh, 42. 42. 42. 42. Since forty two, like I really loved him in that. And then he also did the uh, the Bobby Brown biopic. James, oh, Brown. James, James Brown. Brown. Sorry, get yeah, on up. Yeah, he Bobby, really Ooh, he really does his homework. Um, yeah. and he he really knocked it out of the park there. So when they announced that casting. I was really excited for it, and he definitely lived up to to you know the billing there. He transformed himself. Like I felt like he he embodied like a prince, you know, well turned king during this movie, and you know I felt like he he brought every he he had a regal presence about him uh he had a tough you know badass presence as a warrior when he was you know fighting out inside and out of the the black panther suit Mm -hmm. um so to me like that 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 might be you know one of the better introductions that they've made um but if uh you know if i can just comment on spider-man i thought that the smartest thing that they did uh as far as spider-man is concerned is using uh Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark to introduce Spider-Man. Like, they mm-hmm. use that character's charm and, and you know, his, his legacy that we know um, to to bring, you know, Spider-Man to the screen. And those characters just played really well off each other. Like, you could tell they had chemistry. They, they were actually, like, you know, enjoying what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came through the screen. Like, I, I was having a fun time with those guys during yeah. those scenes. It was perfect to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, you know, I, I enjoyed basically all of it um, as far as those two characters are concerned. But if I had to pick one, I think that they knocked it out of the park more with Black Panther. And it made me way more excited to see that movie than I was before. Like, I, I would go see a Black Panther movie today. Mm-hmm. I do think I'd take a few points away from Spider-Man just because Aunt May was so <laughs> and I love how Tony Stark is just like he actually pointed out to it. He's like, "Oh yeah, I could I can just go home and then tell your un- unusual hot aunt." Yeah, Aunt yeah, um, May should not be making me feel feelings. <laughs> just gonna say that she's she's like a great aunt. I always always understood, but yeah, not not, not in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe. Right. Yeah, she she they her. they aged her down certainly yeah. for that. Yeah. Like she wasn't. All, she wasn't young and hot. Marissa Tomei in that. Right. <laughs> they're just young, even It's like they're just this. getting younger and younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they finally went to the. Yeah, I mean, because Tobey Maguire, they he started in high school in like the first like twenty minutes of his the first Spider Man, but I like that they're doing the young young Spider Man. I was reading today that they almost cast a sixteen year old, that Paul Feige prefers the sixteen year old actor whose name escapes me right now. Really? But yeah, it was Sony that wanted the the nineteen year old, but the sixteen year old made it too difficult for like child labor laws. Oh. But the thing was, Tom Holland was like really even yeah, young. Was he was young when they even cast him. Yeah, I think he was eighteen, and he'll be twenty. Not even. He was like 15, probably like fifteen when I heard that they cast him. He literally just told you he was eighteen, Carl. No, he was casted last year, right? Yes, he, was cast he's now, last year. he is now nineteen. He right. plays a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, he plays fifteen. But Peter Parker in the MCU is fifteen years old, which okay. I think is a you know awesome change of pace. Like mm. I think the biggest laugh in the theater for for me when I saw it was when he told Tony Stark he had to get his homework done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't go to Germany because he yeah. had to get his homework done. So. There are so many moments like that in this yeah. film. Like, like it, it's it's really hard not to yeah. you know. Yeah. To, 
talk about parallels between this movie and Batman vs Superman. It's really yeah. hard. Like I, I try not to, but they're they're they have so many similarities. It's hard not to, and a lot of the differences um, definitely go towards the the Captain America side because of moments like that. Like I feel like uh, Batman vs Superman was missing a lot of those moments that kind of br- you know r- bring down all of the suspense and, mm-hmm. and, and drama. You know, like that moment where Captain America kisses Sharon Carter and the Falcon and and Bucky are in the car and they just have that reaction like, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's funny, Winter Soldier is like a murderous murderer. <laughs> yeah. And it was still oh. funny. But that yeah. was only if you said those Everybody, like, everybody those loves when their boy gets the right. girl, son. Yeah. Yeah. I also like that part. It was just, just before that just before that moment where Bucky's in the back, he's like, can you move your seat up? Yeah. And Fal- Falcon's like, no. no. So he just moves <laughs> over. Now, one one funny time that I liked was when Ant-Man turned into a giant. And Falcon's like, oh my God, Tic Tac's a giant? <laughs> yes, because he jokingly uh, called him Tic Tac. as yeah. his little yeah. name. Because you remember uh, the tie-in to the Avengers from Ant-Man was mm-hmm. his battle with Falcon. Right. Yeah. That's where he pulled him in from. He said he knew a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the fact, like, and you guys brought this up, I like the fact that Ant-Man is just so happy to be there. Like, when he hands Captain America his shield, he's like, here's your shield, Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that, 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 was, that was real cool. Yeah. Uh, also, like, with uh, with Spider-Man, um, uh, I, I, and, I'm, and I'm thinking back, because, you know, like, Tobey Maguire, he was he was an awesome Peter Parker and Spider-Man, but the one element that was missing of uh, in his portrayal of Spider-Man was that like as he fought as Spider-Man, like he didn't do a lot of trash talking. Yeah, the quippiness, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the quippiness wasn't there, but with Tom Holland, he got it just right yeah. where that, he's talking he, yeah. so much shit during the fight and it's not because he's, you know, out of, you know, braggadocio, but it's partially because he's nervous as hell. Oh, but yeah, he's fighting yeah. all these yeah, super powerful beings. Yeah, that's yeah. his way to Yeah, he it. was like a fanboy. Like, he was yeah. just like real excited to be there, just like Ant-Man was. Yeah, but it was just... What about you, Maurice? Who was your favorite inclusion? Well, if you want to hear our thoughts on Batman vs. Superman, episode 34, that's where we gave our whole spoiler-filled review. Mm-hmm. But while this, like you said, it's very, it's impossible it to was not... not spoiler-filled Yeah, review. not to draw parallels between yeah. the two. Absolutely. But um, if you want to go back and listen to us there, um, I... I love Spider-Man as well. He's my favorite Marvel. Captain America is getting up there, mostly because the movie portrayals have been so awesome lately. Yeah. And I really like Chris Evans. Um, but I think my favorite part was Spider-Man, just because like, I just felt joy. <laughs> so happy. Yeah, there was joy. Yeah. Something He's, that Batman versus Superman yeah. was lacking. I don't think there was any scenes. It was joy. Yeah, I don't think... Cause and when they needed to get serious, the very, very last battle between Captain America and Iron Man, there were no jokes being thrown there. Like, that was a straight up... Yeah. Best, you know, yeah. they're going down, they're throwing down. So they, yeah, they know how to do it. They know, you know, what to let it back. But like, just seeing Peter Parker in his like his pizza shirt because he delivers pizzas. <laughs> like, that's his job. <laughs> but that's the funny thing is most people know that because they've either played the games or they've seen obviously seen the one of the five movies, watched the cartoon in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So, um, and like you said, that that was a good back and forth between him and uh, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. And Robert Downey Jr. is like a perfect actor to help a young kid. But it actually worked out well. Like, I feel like him being so young and working with all these, like, stalwarts of cinema, uh, not like Oscar winners or anything, but, you know, they've all made their money, it probably helped his performance. Because he's probably nervous as hell, you know, performing with all those people. Wouldn't so. you be? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I could probably pee my pants. <laughs> so I did a, a really great job. Um, I'm, I hope... It's going to be interesting when the new Spider-Man comes out, which I'm very much looking forward to, how much they integrate Tony Stark into it. Because I don't, I want the Peter Parker, the young kid who needs to scrape by and get his homework done, and not like have money poured into him by Tony Stark. 
I just don't, I don't want that. Maybe just yeah. for equipment, but like don't buy that. You know, keep them in the little Brooklyn apartment, the single bed, and the t- the computer from like nineteen eighties, <laughs> which is all good. But yeah, they all that he built that himself. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Uh, but yeah, Spider Man was my favorite. I really liked Black Panther as well. Don't get me wrong. He was he definitely that guy had a presence about him. Was that a real accent? No, no. actually, funny story though. The guy who played. To Chaka in the movie, his father actually like tutored him on oh, that right. accent. Oh, nice! And he's the one that got him basically to that point where he was comfortable being, you know, T'Challa and embodying that prince. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, Marvel kind of kept that a little bit under wraps because they were doing all that while they were filming, and he was like, you know, and in, instructing him on on that real ass African accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome he killed it oh yeah he yeah. did a great job he definitely yeah, every time he was on the scene he kind of captured mm-hmm. it um, I also hope my main hope is that Spider-Man just keeps his secret identity because even uh, when uh, Black Panther instantly took his mask off I'm like god damn <laughs> yeah, he's knows, a king I know don't worry about everyone knows who yeah. everyone is like, I like secret identities I hope Spider-Man at least keeps his and he at the end when he had the mask half off he got threw it back on mm-hmm. so no one knew it was him only mm-hmm. Tony Stark and I also like that Tony Stark was like so desperate to win mm-hmm. and he felt bad about being responsible um, for a child's death in Avengers 2. He brought in a 15-year-old kid, mm-hmm. and then he you could see like the guilt on his face when he thought Spider-Man was really hurt. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good, uh, it's going to be a good I play. thought, now, now that you bring that up, that part about him feeling guilty about mm-hmm. killing the kid, like, I thought that, that part to me rang very hollow and forced mm-hmm. when he was at MIT and he brings, he goes out back and that lady's there like, you killed my kid and I blame you, Tony That came Stark. right from Civil War, though. Did oh, it really? Comic, yeah. Yeah. She sure. played something. That was Alfred Woodard. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? She's it friends didn't, with... It didn't work for with me. Robert Downey Jr. And also, I just read this uh, today, that same actress is going to be in Daredevil, but playing a different character. No, so someone done fudged up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she has a twin sister. Who knows? <laughs> it's possible. Know, but... but yeah, something that did happen. But yeah, I just... I, I feel like just knowing alone that Tony Stark was essentially responsible for Ultron would have been enough. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that seemed a little much... Not very good security at MIT, apparently. <laughs> um, but I mean, I didn't understand. Why was she there? Did anybody, like, was her son uh, an MIT graduate? Yeah. Is that what it was? Okay, yep, that, it that's, that's, I just assumed that, but. Yeah. Yep. Okay, got it. Um, that, that, that just felt a little bit really ham-fit, like really forced to me. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey guys, look, this is why Captain America, I mean, Iron Man feels bad. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I, I, th- I wonder if that kind of tied into him going to get Spider-Man as well. Uh, but I, I no sure. I mean, you can definitely put th- those two threads together. They they definitely seed a lot of um, things in the beginning of this movie that pay off later. Like the fact that you know when he was doing that showcase at MIT, the the what he shows those students is that last moment with his parents. Yeah. Clearly, that pays off at the very end. Yeah. With the Winter Soldier than, and that confrontation. And that was a lot better than Martha. <laughs> <laughs> What if your mom had the same name as my mom? If I was about to murk you, you wouldn't say save. What's your mom's name? You would say save mom. <laughs> save mommy. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I recall. Yeah. Episode thirty-four. <laughs> Go back and listen. It's on yeah. record. Oh man. But, Would you uh, guys on the next week? Oh yeah. Uh, I was gonna say that uh, one of the things I that really stood out to me is the theme of like choice versus chains, if mm-hmm. you will. And uh, I really like the portrayal of a uh, uh, Bucky Barnes in this film. He's more of a tragic figure in the whole in the whole film because, mm-hmm. like here, you have a guy who's um, who's basically you know most of his life ever since World War Two, you know he was captured, constantly kept in cryostasis, 
throw it out only to kill and he's like his mind is entirely messed with in six ways from sunday mm-hmm. and um what i liked about his portrayal was that the story the writers could have taken the the hacky route by having him doing all the having him commit all these crimes and killings and then say oh uh, i don't remember any of it because of amnesia and whatnot but in this but in this case he actually remembers everything he he's done and it's like he remembers you know not being in t- entirely in control of his actions you know he's compelled to kill and uh, that for me is like that that kind of made him a more of a more of a tragic figure and, and it's something a character with a little more depth than, yeah because he couldn't stop himself yeah because he, he he really couldn't mm-hmm. and so like and I kind of it kind of draws parallels to why Captain America and his team kind of you know decides to be against the Sokovia Accords because mm-hmm. it's like well you know Bucky he didn't have a choice in being a weapon whereas us we wouldn't have choices but 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 to be weapons for the government and yeah. you know the UN and what if what if we have to what if we have to save these lives in some nation but the US says nope you can't do it Right. You know, because of bureaucracy and red tape, or what if, uh, what if we're forced to team up with uh, these shady organizations that Hydra has has is, has taken control of, and we have to work alongside Hydra now? Yeah, you know, and it's like that. That's 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 what stood out to me. And then I'll tie back the Bucky stuff with Captain America being staunchly behind him all the way back. To, you know, he wasn't in Avengers one or two, Bucky, but he was in it, uh, Captain America one, yep. and you saw their history there, where mm-hmm. he stood up for. Steve Rogers when he was still a scrawny kid for his entire life up until they were 18 or 19. So that's why he's so steadfast and, you know, yeah. not leaving him. That's yeah. his boy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally like, his boy. Yeah, Plus, like, I mean, there, there were several reasons why I felt Captain America was justified. One of them being the fact that Peggy Carter died mm-hmm. in this movie. We see her funeral and she's a character that's been seated throughout sort of the Marvel Universe from the first Captain America yep. to her own show. And then we see her funeral here. Um, and that was kind of Steve Rogers' very last link um, to to basically his, like his, his previous life Mm -hmm. um and literally bucky is the last thread left yeah and we've all seen that you know he had a very throughout the captain america movies he has a very hard time integrating into modern society Mm -hmm. so i could see him not wanting to you know let that go or or at least you know stick out and give his friend a chance to explain what's going on um and and you know what why you know he did what he is being accused of doing or not Mm -hmm. indeed that line that uh sharon carter says at the funeral that she attributes to peggy carter which was attributed to mark twain but also that character america captain america also said in amazing spider-man like straight from the comics like that exact little speech you know you know you move so oh yeah like compromise where you can but when you can't don't yep when the world tells you to move sometimes you have to say no you move yep i'm trying to get the number of the amazing spider-man but it's escaped me right now yeah um but that was right from there and i feel like because this is all done by marvel they all have a great affinity for the comic books, where Zack Snyder, I mean, they had a literal live action, like recreation of the cover of Civil War One in the last yeah, fight, which was pretty true. dope. Yeah. When, when Iron Man is shooting his yep. repulsor rays into the shield, that mm-hmm. was like the cover of yeah. Civil War Number One. And uh, they did a yeah. few of those in the Batman vs Superman, like with the the, the grappling hook for Batman, um, and the famous scene where and the Batman Superman gets hit, yeah, hit by the nuke and stuff. Yeah, they had a few. But they didn't resonate as well as yeah. this, though. Right. I, yeah. Ugh. Gosh, man. That's just... Because I know what that movie could be, you know? Yeah. So, it could be so. Captain America Civil yeah. War. <laughs> and, and, you, and here's another parallel, too, uh, of between Civil War and Batman versus Superman. 
I like the fact that the villain in Captain America Civil War, Baron Zemo, his motivations made sense. Mm-hmm. And he was a he was a sympathetic villain. Like he was basically what Lex Luthor should have been. Colonel Colonel Zemo? Yes, Colonel <laughs> Zemo. I'm sorry. Colonel is it Helmet Zemo or is Helmet? Yeah, Helmet Zemo, yeah. yeah that's Helmet. Correct. He yeah. was a Sokovian colonel yep. in this movie. Yep. So Carbard was Team Zemo, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, like, I, um, I was kinda of more just team Black Panther and Spider Man. Yeah. But what I liked about uh, those were my uh, choices, Carl. <laughs> but what I liked about Colonel Zemo That's was all that I cared about. Team Iron Man, then. Yeah, yeah but, I guess. Uh, but what I liked about Colonel Zemo is that like he's a sympathetic figure because even his motivations, even though as a villain you don't you don't agree at all with his methods, mm-hmm. but you 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 understand his reasoning. Like his family was killed during Sokovia. Like he said that he explained like he tried to get his family to safety miles away from the city, but it, despite that, that wasn't good enough. It yeah. still blew up. Still blew yeah. up, and he had to, and it took him two days it to find his, his whole family, you know, yeah. buried under rubble. And I think Marvel they they f- helped alleviate one of their main criticism with criticisms where the villains are just kind of like, meh, they're there. Yeah, but I mean, Zemo. I feel like Zemo himself wasn't all that like appealing, like as a dude. Mm. But his motivations made him more, uh, you know, his motivations relevant. Made him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. his plan and his motivation that actually made him interesting, not who yeah. he is. As like a he guy. didn't care. He didn't care about getting those extra Winter Soldiers and taking. Right. Them That's the yeah. that that, that moment in that. Like I I remember that moment in that movie literally making me like gasp. Like I'm like holy shit. They mm-hmm. just turned this like completely upside down because. When Bucky and Captain America at that point, when they're on their way to Moscow to, to uncover the secret Hydra base where these other, you know, super powered uh, soldiers are being contained in, in cryostasis, um, I'm, I'm sitting here like getting ready for a fucking throwdown. Like, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is going to be another epic fight down here. Bucky and Cap are going to go head up with these dudes. And they get there, and first off, like, they did a nice job of setting up those guys. Because mm-hmm. throughout the movie, we see Bucky just be completely badass. Like, he, with that moment when he flips that dude off the bike and fucking turns the uh, bike moving at full speed. Yeah. 180 tur- while hopping on it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> that was like the Legolas uh, hopping on the horse in Return of the King. Yeah, and uh, the cool thing about Bucky, too, is you can see when he. Before, when he was, like, of the right mind, mm-hmm. he wasn't as... He, that was when he was in the right mind. It was awesome. But he wasn't as capable as when he was when he was totally switched. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. He, but he was still, much more cold mean, and calculating. Yeah. But, I mean, he was like, still, but he was awesome they, in, like, two different ways. Right. Yeah. And they showed him, like, just be completely badass, beat the fuck out of just mul- multitudes of of, show, of soldiers and, like, you know, show off his superpowers and be totally awesome. Like, he escaped out that building, grabbed a fucking battering ram with one metal arm and beat the fuck out of an entire <laughs> squadron of dudes. Yep. And then, like... During that exposition, you see those super soldiers beat up Bucky. And you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, these guys are fucking B.A. Yep. And uh, so when they're going over there, you're like, it's about to go down right mm-hmm. now. Like, this bitch is about to get crazy. Yep. And you get there, and they're all just dead. Yep. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know who was pretty I, badass? I loved it. Like, 
Like, I straight up mm. love, like, just them turning that on its head, like, just messing with our expectations yeah. was fantastic. Like, I love Zemo. I love that he wasn't a stupid pink sock wearing, you mm. know, villain. Um, Actually, shout out to our boy Dave from work. He's <laughs> the only person I've heard of that had, that hated the, the Colonel Zemo uh, portrayal in this movie because oh. he wanted the pink sock wearing weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was mad that they didn't stick to the, I mean, to the character's roots. Besides Loki, he's the first <laughs> villain to, like, survive a movie so who knows what happens down the road yeah that is true crossbones was actually even though for the little bit of time that he was in there he was actually pretty dope too like the way he had like the cannons in his mm. fist and all that yeah, I ah, that was cool. appealing to me mm. i'm glad he died yeah, yeah that I, mean, guy. I knew <laughs> i knew he wasn't gonna last long but i was like you know what the way they did him was pretty dope mm. yeah. yeah he got wiped out pretty quickly yeah, yeah. I'm glad he did yeah. <laughs> and and I also liked uh, the the final revelation that uh, that the Baron Zemo drops on on Stark and uh, Cap and yeah, Bucky Barnes. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that that because because in, in the beginning of the film you see uh, a Winter Soldier, he's activated and he, and he shoots somebody in this car, which runs into a tree and he kills mm. the occupants within, steals a super serum, I believe. I don't think he shot anyone. I think he literally pushed the car. Yeah, into the oh, yeah, and yeah. Along, face, like yeah. yeah, and yeah. and then the, then you then you see what see what actually happened. Like, turns out that Bucky Barnes is actually the the murderer of Howard Stark and his and his mm-hmm. wife. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question about that scene. Yeah. What um as far as like where that took place, what was your interpretation of like how and where that happened? Um, I'm curious why the camera was there because I think yeah. that that's, that's been, the, I, I've, I've heard mm-hmm. some people kind of like I felt like it was pretty clear mm-hmm. but obviously you didn't mm-hmm. what, what, what did you think that took place or how um, like what, what was going on there um, and why the camera was maybe there. that's the basis yeah. bringing it to no. I thought I, I, yeah that's what I was thinking too like maybe like that could be like some compound that uh, Stark was going going towards and uh, I guess uh, Winter Soldier I guess he happened to pick a spot where there was a camera maybe he knew about it maybe he got a scope to, like a scope of the place beforehand and decided to you know just to make it you know, mm. guess a little more dramatic i suppose i don't know okay so my interpretation of that scene and i still hold firm that this is the correct one they set this up in the beginning of the movie again when they were talking about how they were leaving and they were packing their bags. Mm -hmm. My interpretation of that scene is that he basically caught them while they were leaving the Stark estate and those were just the Stark security cameras. That's what I thought. It was. And I think I I figured like Hydra, their fucking super secret spy ring, (laughs) they just stole the footage from that camera Mm -hmm. so that it wouldn't be seen because, you know, the Winter Soldier had literally never been seen in the history of ever until Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. So my interpretation was, oh, hey, they're packed. They're going on that trip wherever they're going. He intercepted them leaving the Stark estate. I don't remember seeing anything. I remember it was woods. Yeah. So I was confused that there was a camera there. I mean, yeah. I think they crash like in front of like it looks like there's a gate or something like yeah. that near where they are. Yeah. If there was a gate, yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, that's just like I, I just took it. They're leaving the Stark Estate because at the beginning of the movie, they're like, oh, we're packed, we gotta yeah. go, like honey, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, they show them totally die, and everybody's like, why the hell are there cameras there? I'm like, if I'm a billionaire, I have yeah. cameras fucking yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's probably like a, like high security. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's funny, that's what I figure. MC, yeah. they're usually pretty good at recasting <laughs> people, but for some reason, that's the third Howard Stark they've used. It is? Yeah. It That's is not the same yeah. dude? No. Because no, no. Iron Man 2 was a different guy. Yep. And then mm-hmm. um, in, the which, in, yeah, in First Avenger it was uh, Dominic Cooper as the young Howard Stark. Yep. Oh, okay. And he was, yeah. He's in the, the Peggy Carter show too. Yep. 
Gotcha. Yeah. But for some reason, they just got a different... I totally the didn't young notice Tony, that. Yeah, the That's young Tony Stark, how they like redid... Um, how Robert Downey Jr. was young again. Yeah. yeah. Similar to how... Pretty much the same how... They made Michael Douglas young again yeah. in Ant-Man. Yeah. I, I, thought that I was still have nightmares about that. That technology is way too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Marvel. I think, I think, I'm right. I think you said I burned the witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm trying to look at him. I'm like, is this another movie that he was in? It's a couple years, yeah. like years ago. Like It was like early 90s Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That was... Yeah. I don't enjoy that. <laughs> I, get, I get it. I just don't like it. Although, I mean, I would say that with the technology being as good as it is, maybe, maybe no wonder maybe they cast Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones still right. for the next one. Well, it's funny with that technology because you you remember a lot of older movies where like they, they try to put the character... I remember Truman Show jumps out to me where they put Jim Carrey in college. And it's like, Jim Carrey, you're not in college. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you No, they, college. Did, it, they did it in, in um, Forrest Gump with that cat with um, Dick Cavett. Like, they, well, oh, yeah. that was makeup, but yeah. they really made him like young and that was really him playing. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, getting back to the to that scene uh, where, uh, where Tony Stark witnesses his parents' murder, um, what made it even more impactful was that uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, he knew about you know Bucky being the murderer yeah. the whole time. Yeah, when did he? Find I don't that think out? he knew about Bucky being the murderer. Yeah, so that's the thing because Iron Man asked, asked him if he knew, and he said, "I didn't know it was him," mm-hmm. but he knew because. Uh, so this is the, I, I I did look into this because I had the same question. I'm like, why did he ask him? Like, why did he say I didn't know it was him? Mm-hmm. And so this actually happened apparently during the Winter Soldier during when they went down to the compound and the Hydra, you know, the little old man and the computers and stuff like that. Yeah. Apparently revealed to him that it was Hydra who had killed Howard Stark. Like, he was like, you think that that was just an accident? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was So he didn't know it was Bucky, but he knew Hydra had killed them. Oh, he okay. didn't know that. He just didn't know who did it. I think mm, he got you. So it yeah. was. It was something that you'd have to like actually remember from the Winter Soldier, and oh, I actually wanted to go back and watch Winter Soldier before my next viewing of this movie. I'm gonna yeah. watch Winter Soldier first, and then I'm Me gonna too. go because uh, I feel like that movie will actually provide some context. And this, uh, I forget who who said this. Um, uh, I was listening to somebody, and they were like, "This is this is the first Marvel movie where you would like benefit from having watched." the previous work because yeah, like right. all the other Marvel movies if you really think about it you could just come in as you know just a Joe Schmo off the street and kind of get in and know what's going on in every one of those films mm-hmm. but this one like you you know although those older movies while this is still enjoyable on its own mm-hmm. you get a lot of context from what's happened before like if you watched Avengers 1 you watched Avengers 2 you watched Winter Soldier you get a lot more out of you know what's going on in this film yeah absolutely my guess is that this is probably the last solo Captain America film for who knows how long. Yeah, it they is. have Infinity Wars up until 2019. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I hope one day, if it's a new Captain America mm-hmm. or what, I hope they come back just... Because I like the team-ups, but I'm a little teamed up out, honestly. Yeah. So I'm kind of ready for a super solo movie where it's just the one guy again. You just got yeah. Deadpool, man! Yeah. <laughs> but uh but sp- speaking Colossus of was there. yeah but uh oh, barely but yeah speaking of uh the Dead? the next avengers films um i read that uh apparently the the original plan was infinity war to be split into two films like one massive story for two films mm-hmm. but uh the director is joe and anthony russo who also directed captain america civil war they're actually gonna have two separate entirely separate avengers stories 
So Infinity War will probably be, I mean, I'm guessing it'll probably be like the backdrop for both films, but both of them will be entirely standalone. Yeah. I think I that's a better plan. Is the first, yeah, absolutely. Because because okay. the because the director said that, you know, people are getting really tired of taking a one major story and splitting it into two chunks because yeah. people see it for the cash grab that it is. Yeah, and they all they said like it's really unsatisfying to just leave people with that cliffhanger ending that all oh, yeah. those films tend to yeah. tend to do. Mm-hmm. Um so they're trying to create some standalone films that will give you that satisfaction of having you know beginning and an end yep. but they'll still tie into each other thematically uh, at the end of the day they definitely mm-hmm. need to let it breathe and they need to give Thanos his just due for what they've been you know he's gonna be the guy at the end of almost 20 movies yep. so he needs to show up oh, yeah. I hope the first movie is him just wrecking house Oh yeah, I think we're gonna. Hopefully, we'll see some major deaths yeah. this time. Because you know, I felt like you know, Civil War. You know, we kind of got close with Rhodey, but he got mm-hmm. he got paralyzed. Mm-hmm. But even so, that scene was still I, it still hit me. I still say I was the closest you, one on that. I called that it would be him. That yeah. get that mm-hmm. gets it. Yeah, <laughs> did you like, crack? I called that long ago. No. Oh, okay. I I did I did I. Well, during the uh, airport scene, I, a tear was brought to my eye <laughs> when I saw, you know, giant, you know, Ant Man become giant man, and then one of our one of our boys, Wilson, Doc Strange, you know, he clapped. That brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> that that was probably the biggest holy shit moment. Oh, happy birthday to him too! Shout yeah. out to Marvel for not putting that in. Any of the marketing yes. Like I heard that they Maurice told me today that they had like action figures out of Giant yeah. Man. Who's that? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Uh, the pop thing? Oh pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, pop action. Yeah, yeah they, they the big head thing. that. Okay. But Marvel, like it was Marvel, it was them. Okay. They I, I, I'm really glad I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. So when yeah. he, when Giant Man showed up. I just I lost my shit. I'm like, holy shit! But that's the thing that <laughs> that's they a, did. That's, that's a, the that's another difference that um, Marvel has done instead of DC, where like with Batman versus Superman, they just gave away so much mm-hmm. in the trailers. While like you know, for Civil War, well, we yeah, got a little bit tidbits here and there, and, yeah. and then like you know, they still left a good amount out for yeah. us to be still surprised. Watching the trailer, I did know that Iron Man. Captain America and Winter Soldier have one more beat down at the end. So when they're walking into the thing, I was like, so did they get mind control or something? <laughs> then that's when the big reveal happened. I was like, oh shit, look at that. Yeah, yeah I, and I, I've, I've heard some people, um, and this got me real mad, um, they questioned like the motivation of Tony Stark wanting to murder the Winter Soldier. Well, what did really? he say? What did he say? He said the best line of the whole movie was when he said, he killed my mom. Right. That was yeah. the best Did you just watch that guy kill his fucking mom? Yeah. Like, do you have no parents, guy? Yeah. This yeah. one specific guy. Like, there's a podcast because I, I like to see hear dissenting opinions sure. from my own. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to this, one and the, the whole time I'm like, "What the characters. fuck? Get out of here!" No. And this is from a person that actually really liked Batman versus Superman. So uh. it's, it's funny. I felt like it was like a defense of that movie more mm-hmm. than like a yeah. takedown of. Um, Captain America: Civil War. It was. It, it, I, I did not agree with it yeah. to say the least. But mm-hmm. his point was like, why would Iron Man like turn into a murderer? Like, why would why would he just want to murder this guy instead of like taking a minute and thinking about it? Be like, he was mind control, dude. He just literally saw his mom getting murdered, getting yeah. choked to death. Yeah, yeah he like... saw his his dad die, who he had a complicated relationship with, mm-hmm. and then after and this is after what thirty years or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. No, he already yeah. has issues. Yeah, he's right, already yeah. had issues with yeah. this whole thing. So that line, seeing that was very powerful. Like, I'm, I'm right. It, it totally worked for me, yeah. just because. Like, if I put myself in those shoes, and I'm like, 
Yeah. I don't give up. I would not think of anything. My mind would just go fucking blind right. with rage. And, yeah, and Iron Man yeah. is not... Uh, first of all, he murders lots of people. <laughs> like, he murders. It's fine. But that's, that's his... His, you know, he does that. Mm-hmm. Captain America does it. He was a soldier, for God's sakes. His code, that's been the same for however many years, is not to not murder like a certain murder man we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, was, I wasn't I was put off by that at all. I was kind of like... I, I In my head, I... I, I See that thought, but his line of oh, "I killed my mom," like this way he said it. Well, I mean, yeah. but he said it all eerily calm, like yeah, like, he killed my mom. Like he's like he's like he's, like he's so full of rage that he's yeah. like reached a certain level of calm at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and he literally just watched him die. That's the thing. And I feel like they they've set this up sort of throughout this film, especially, but even before, like. We can all see that Tony's not the most stable fella right. to begin with. And yeah. his life is sort of falling apart around yep. him, if you really mm-hmm. think about it. And then you show the guy his fucking yep. dad and mom getting brutally murdered in mm-hmm. front of his eyes. Yep. That's bound to cause some kind of fucking psychotic right. break. I'm and sorry. His, yeah. his girlfriend, Pepper Potts, did break up with him, or they were taking a break, right. which yep. I'm glad they touched on because at the end of Iron Man 3, he's like. I'm gonna blow up all my suits. Don't worry. And then he, then he kept going and going with the mm-hmm. Avengers and stuff. And then he even said in the movies, like, I don't want to. I don't think I want to stop. Yeah. So he definitely has his own issues going and, on. And that's why, like, he was partly pro, uh, pro Soviet Sokovia Accords. He did it partly out of selfish reasons. He said, that, Oh, I figure I split the difference. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd be held accountable. You know, and then you know, preserve our relationship. Yeah, with like he'd, he'd have an excuse to keep going. Yeah, they have a legit excuse. Oh, I'm I'm doing the government's bit. Will yeah. it's not just me. Yep. Yeah, and I also really like the fact that the final uh, three-way uh, battle between Captain America, uh, Bucky, and and uh, Iron Man, it was just like a this intense fist fight at the end, and I think that's one of the more more powerful um, battles we've seen in the MCU because of the drama behind it. It's not about you know visual effects spectacle. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a big light show like Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it was, like like it was straight fisticuffs. It's like straight fisticuffs, and like all their motivations matter up to that point. It's like we. Yeah. We get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know why these guys are fighting. Yep. It's it's not you know confusing at all. Um, one thing I would like to point out, uh, I did uh, learn after watching this movie and watching the the fight scenes specifically, the action scenes in this, and they were all very comprehensive, and you could tell exactly what's going on. They had a lot of wide shots, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Um, so apparently, the second team on this movie uh, were the guys who made John Wick. Oh, uh, which wow. makes a lot of sense because those guys did a nice job with that film. Yeah, and, and John Wick was awesome. Fe- scenes there, so I also yeah. found out the Russo brothers did Arrested Development. Yep, did they? Yeah, yeah they did. Like some <laughs> this episodes of Arrested Development, and during the air. So, um, if anyone here has seen Arrested Development, oh yeah, I'm a ah, fan. Yeah. yeah, so you know the the stair. The, so they they drive around a car, the stair car, like airport stair <laughs> <Yep>. car. <laughs> That's like a running joke because like they their family loses the jet. The private family jet, mm-hmm. but they don't lose the stair car, yeah. <laughs> so they drive it around. So during this, the 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 uh, the the fight, there's a stair car. I'm like, that looks a lot like Arrested Development stair car. Oh, it yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped it in there. I'm like, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's that a nice, awesome. Yeah, that's a nice reference. Yeah, yeah. that was great. I was yeah, pretty, that was something that's really thing. weird. That's funny. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, look close, and you'll see it. Like, I totally saw that. <laughs> I love Resident <laughs> Evil too. That's yeah. a great show. And, That's uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah, and I also like uh, like at the end where um, at the end of that fight where uh, where where Cap you know jams his shield into his Tony Stark's oh, arc yeah. reactor to mm-hmm. shut down his his suit's power, and Tony Stark man he's just like so just so embittered so angry he's like 
he's like he references his shield like my father built that you don't deserve that yeah and then Steve without saying a word he just drops the shield in front Man, of him that was such a sad moment yeah. and I think yeah. Iron Man thought he was gonna he thought Captain America was going to kill him because he put his arms over his head yeah and that was like a really quick scene and then he you know he gets the arc reactor because you see how Steve Rogers is legit yeah like, in fact he man. in fact he blew off his uh, Bucky's, Bucky's arm yeah, yeah. He's pretty straight yeah. unibeamed it off. Yeah, that shit was crazy. That was pretty cool. He was just like, <laughs> like he looked at it, he was like, yeah. Like, um, but I really like, because I knew it, like, that scene I really liked when he, yeah, he put his arms up over his head because he thought, he literally thought Captain America was going to murder him. Mm-hmm. He did not. Which I appreciate. Captain America would never do that. No. no. He murdered other, like, Nazis and shit, but not Iron Man. Well, those guys deserve it. Yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> now, I just want to, uh, to go back to, to Zemo and I feel like, uh, you know, just point out something that, I didn't love because it's been a, a love fest in this podcast so far. Um, Zemo, I loved what just overall what they did with that character. Like I felt like he was sympathetic. I felt that he was a man uh, dr- driven um, by one specific goal, one specific mission, mm-hmm. and that one thing. Uh, and at the end, you know, when when we find out exactly what happened, that was another like real holy shit moment for me. Where mm-hmm. instead of making him just a one trick villain, where okay, I just want to take down nations or whatever the fuck, and you know, obviously Bucky explained he's like these dudes could do it. They could mm-hmm. take down a country in a night. Yep. And then he just fucking murks them, mm-hmm. and they turn him into a sympathetic. Like when he was explaining everything to Black. Black Panther, and by the way, Black Panther really comes off as like the morally superior dude in this movie. Yeah, he does. <laughs> through the whole movie, like through the last half of this movie, he's just skulking around that facility, mm-hmm. and instead of jumping in and just like trying to murk Bucky, mm-hmm. he's, he chills back, and he's just skulking in the shadows, and he hears everything, mm-hmm. and he goes and gets Zemo instead of joining the fray. Mm-hmm. And you know, like at the end, that was a real poignant scene to me where Zemo's explaining his motivations for doing everything that he did. And then, uh, you know, it makes uh, T'Challa realize that him basically uh, trying to get revenge for what happened to his father was the wrong road. Mm-hmm. And it makes him realize that and basically, you know, change, you know, who he is as a person. At the end of the movie, we see that he actually welcomes Cap and Bucky yeah. to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see that he, as a character, you know, he's 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 learned from that experience and he's changed uh, as a person. Um, as we see from the very beginning, he's a very impulsive individual. And he's like, my father preached this, blah, blah, blah but I'm not my father. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you can see that he's actually like, I feel like him, he, he learned, like I have a couple characters that stick out to me in this movie um, for various reasons. Uh, and, and, you know, he's one of them as I feel like he, first off, he, he kind of rises above the fray of everything that's been going on around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zemo, because of his motivations, and I'll poke a hole in some of that stuff in a minute. Um, and uh, Hawkeye, I feel like nobody's fucking talking about the fact that Hawkeye Literally lost his fucking shit. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy went to jail and he's now a fugitive. He can't go back to his fucking kids. I didn't oh, think yeah. He lost the most out of anyone in this movie. <laughs> That's a good first, point. First, That's yeah. fucked. A few minutes ago, I literally was thinking, I was like, we haven't talked about Hawkeye. Like, as, Hawkeye. A, as a father, I'm like, Fuck, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. In fact, like when he when he came to get Wanda, uh, Scarlet Witch, she's like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" And he goes, "Disappointing my kids." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does have a debt to pay. He did say though, which yeah. is, you know, because Quicksilver and all that. Yep. Oh, he paid it big. Oh, yeah. He lost his family. 
family, man. He loves those well, kids. They're also off the gr- well. They're off the grid. Right. The Shield doesn't even know about them. Correct. So maybe yes. he can get back to them after the end. Where nah, that is a secret farm. You're right. Yeah. But then he'd be putting his family in danger. I can't see Clint yeah. doing that. He'll, he'll figure something out. I'm sure. I hope he's, he does. He's man. resourceful. I yeah. hope he does. Because yeah. that made me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Captain America broke him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, going back to my Baron Zemo, uh, I'm sorry, Colonel Zemo point. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the big, uh, you know, villain that we know from the comics. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, I'm, I'm no fan of, of that character. I could care less about his pink sock wearing ass. <laughs> um, but just the fact that he became a sympathetic character really got me at the end of this movie. I really felt like th- out of all the reversals that they pulled in this movie, that was probably the most powerful one mm-hmm. um and it was just completely against type of what you normally see from these superhero movies where the end is and while we did get that big confrontation moment mm-hmm. between bucky captain america and iron man mm-hmm. uh you know it wasn't the one that we were expecting you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and that was really cool but just throughout the movie and after after coming out and thinking about it i'm like man that guy's plan kind of made no sense yeah, like getting every, doing everything that he did, killing everyone that he did to, to, like get Bucky captured to confirm a piece of information he did not know was correct, so that he can break up the Avengers. It was kind like that was a long shot, buddy. He didn't know. He didn't know that Bucky killed his parents. Like I'm guessing he knew Hydra did it. I guess from the mm-hmm. files, but his whole plot hinged on the fact that Bucky did it. Yeah, and he had no clue. That's a good point because I was thinking about that myself. Like, like as as brilliant on paper as his plan turned out to be, like it did hinge on a lot of coincidence. Right. Well, wait, yeah. If that date yeah. didn't match up, because yeah. he was trying to match it up. He's like, "What yeah. happened?" And yeah. if it didn't, he'd be like, oh. <laughs> "Oh, well, maybe, the next one." Oh well, shit! Some other guy did it. Oh well, damn. Well, maybe maybe he knows somebody who knows who, does, who can dabble in video editing, fudge some things around. <laughs> now, uh, did, did Colonel Zemo call you, Vic? No. You edit some video? <laughs> now, Carl started Burns. a bit when you started a bit when you advanced. No. <laughs> Carl, have you decided yet? We're at war. Um, I'll probably take Iron Man, Team Iron Man. Like, he, he killed his He watched his mother get killed. That's true. Okay. Now, like, how did you feel about Cody? Uh, Cody, I want to say Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colonel Rhodes. Because I was just reading the Civil yeah. War two. And did you know that uh, Colonel Rhodes and Captain Marvel are dating? What? Nice. <laughs> nice harmony, by the way. Good job, Carl. That was really sweet. Um, yeah, they're totally... Oh, uh, yeah. Look at that sweet interracial love. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, so how did you feel about Rhodes being the one to get it? Yeah. He's, He's the, the one that one had the casualty. Get... Yeah. Sort of casualty. I expected I mean, someone to die in this movie. I really yeah. did. I really You know I want to kill That's what I thought there was a, I thought there was going to be a death, but um it seemed like it was too good to be true, but then it's like I it, I didn't think about it as like a black as him being a black casual, casualty. Mm-hmm. But I was just I'm like, damn, like they really took him off. Gotta be, why why? Why couldn't it have been someone else? <laughs> Did they replaced them with a black. I told you like <laughs> twenty episodes ago, man. Mm. I told you they've got a new black guy. I will this is a new black man. Right, he's like walking down the road. Yeah. I will say that with with Stark technology, I mean, if he's in the suit, I assume he could still like walk and be mobile. In I the, mean, that's in what the they depicted yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah, it looked like he was he was like he was getting walk it. again. Yeah. yeah. Also, Don Cheadle is looking a little jacked. But yet, real skinny in the head. Yeah, a little. Uh, he's looking on an age. 
He just he, when they're sitting at the table going over it, he was just looking a little old. He's in his early fifties. Yeah, Cody yeah. Rhodes. Is, he's been in the army for a long time, man. Yeah, it's like almost little thirty old. years. He's not a young man. I'm just yeah. saying it. I don't know. Maybe just they put can, it out there. Maybe they can get you know Tony Stark and get a new best friend. Yeah, maybe Terrence Howard. Oh, Terrence man. Howard can. <laughs> <laughs> you read my mind. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like no, he's busy with that part. Oh man, talk and about Pine. talk about like t- taking that pay cut would have been his best decision mm. of his life. <laughs> I know it worked out for Danny Amendola. <laughs> but I will, say, I will say that that reminds me like it was one of my it also featured one of my favorite um, Stan Lee cameos. A package <laughs> package for Tony Stank. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That shit was hilarious. Like I said, it just the movie just had a balance, a great balance of everything: oh, action, yeah. drama. Carl, comedy like are you that. saying there was joy in this movie carl <laughs> tons of it shit <laughs> it was bright and you can see stuff yeah, yeah. it wasn't an instant it wasn't me being on instagram following three people god damn i call burn you and your instagram <laughs> that's the best that's the best you're on instagram following 12 people <laughs> there's so many more people to follow on instagram which makes it more exciting <laughs> Like I said, I think every character in this movie had plausible motivations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The biggest yeah. thing. And in Batman vs. Superman, I did not feel the motivations right. of those characters made sense. Did any thing. scenes take place at night? In this movie? Yeah. Hmm. No. The well, the... Chase didn't. Well, uh, how, uh... Tony Stark's parents murdered. Yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. So. That's the only one. But even that was pretty clear. Even yeah. when they showed the granny... Video footage. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything. Played. That was from 1991. So. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I liked yeah. it. Uh, yeah. And and also, last well, my, my last point that I want to bring up. I think this is the first MCU film in which the villain actually wins. He totally did. Yeah, because yeah, like he he drove a riff, a permanent wedge b- between the Avengers. Because like when that that one dude, uh, Everett Ross, played by Martin Freeman, uh, when he when he comes in to gloat, talking about, oh, mm-hmm. how do you think about how do you feel about your plan failing? And then Baron Zemo replies did it mm-hmm. and then he's like well he, he totally actually won. didn't it did no, it succeeded marvelously yeah he he basically pulled off like again what lex what what lex luther couldn't yeah <laughs> right through that yeah. yeah well i mean i think uh i i before we discuss uh what this means for the marvel cinematic universe going forward uh you guys want to just give your final thoughts on this film yes uh, I will say that, like I said, Captain America: Civil War. I say like this is actually the second MCU film I've sorts I've seen twice in the theater. The first one was Guardians of the Galaxy, nice. and uh, this I will say this is my favorite uh, MCU film. And um, and you know like and I and I've always said that uh, uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy is the gold standard for superhero films. Mm-hmm. I will say that Civil War equals those films in terms of quality. Oh, so, wow! That's so high praise. Man. Oh yeah. So I say I highly recommend it. Go see it. Go see Civil War, and if you're one of those who 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 believes that Batman vs Superman is the better film, then either you're trolling or you just have bad taste. I'm sorry. <laughs> there it is. That's it. We'll see. Scott got in Civil War two as well. The oh, comic yes. book. He totally <laughs> I, I heard about this. He <laughs> totally fucking dies. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. I actually, oh, no, we, I believe it's left kind of vague. Yeah, because this is the end of the preview. Yeah, and Thanos was the one that got it. Yeah, <laughs> Thanos, <laughs> Thanos kind of... I mean, if you're going to go out, that's not a bad way to go out. Uh, <laughs> kick the shit go out, out big, but... Um, I'm sorry, please continue. Carl Bird, final thoughts? Go see it. Hand, like, hands down. You'll love it. Go, just go see it. I can't even stress how good this movie really is. 
Maurice? Maybe. It was my favorite MCU movie, but it was definitely in the top. It's 13 now. Yeah. Oh, boy. I can't uh, even say I even have a favorite MCU movie. Just because I'm Carl, just we such know a you don't like to pick sides, Carl. <laughs> you don't like to make decisions. <laughs> For me, it's either Winter Soldier or Guardians of the Galaxy. Winter Soldier's so good. Yeah, it was so it good. Is. It was like the super solo movie. Um, but it was, I, uh, boy. I don't know. I, I, go see it. Yeah. Howard, I'm with you. It was really good. It was awesome. Yeah. It tied. It, Marvel, you leave Marvel with continues. joy. Yes. Because even the worst Marvel movies, like Thor Dark World, yeah. are still bearable. Yeah. I'm really excited for the next Thor. What's that? Oh, yeah. We didn't mention Ragnarok. They, they very, they kind of teased where Thor not whole. I did, I did like that they removed the two that could just kick the shit out of everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. apparently that movie takes place parallel to this, so I'm really interested in that. Oh, cool. that makes um, sense. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Uh, just go see it. If you're a Marvel fan. And again, I'm... If you're not a Marvel fan, go see it. Yeah, I'm a Batman guy through and through. Um, I feel like he got done dirty. Ben Affleck did a good job. Now he's getting more power in that universe. Yep. But the murder stuff was just weird. and I feel like Zack Snyder doesn't have have a reverence for the source material because he Mm -hmm. uses alternate history, which is still a good story, but not for the general public mm-hmm. but Marvel they reach out to the general public they do the hardcore people they quote their comic books word for word mm-hmm. it's it, it's legit so I love yeah. it I'm not a big movie person but per se like you are Vic but look good to me yeah. <laughs> what it is is like it was, a lot, it was a lot easier on the eyes than yeah. Batman vs. Superman Mar- true Marvel they're more passionate about their pro- their projects instead of like from what it looks like with DC they're just a whole bunch of suits just yeah. Mm. Hey, we know we'll make just, money off I this. I think they just give creative control to the wrong people, like Zack Snyder, for example. Um, to me, uh, I can't say that this was my favorite MCU film. Um, I, I, I can't really, like, right now, I'm still, like, I need to go see this again. Mm. Uh, and it's, to me, like, I still ha- remember that visceral fanboy reaction I had when I watched the first Avengers movie. Because that was just, like, a literal nerd dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just watching perfect. that movie in the theaters was such a fucking experience to me. Yeah, you know, that I just, like, like I can't, I can't, I just, that moment, like, more than the film itself, just the moment still sticks out in my head and it's really hard to topple that movie for me just because of that moment um but i I think that um the one thing i can say about this movie and again just bringing it back to a parallel and i hate to do this um with batman versus superman i sat through that movie and i i'm pretty sure that throughout the whole thing i just had the exact same expression the whole movie um because there wasn't any moment that made me react one way or another really Mm -hmm. um i I, I really can't say that i gave a fuck about those characters or their motivations or what was really going on in their lives i don't think that was fleshed out enough Mm -hmm. uh i mean Zack snyder can fucking put together a hell of a visual scene and a good action scene but telling a story is not his forte Mm -hmm. um the russo brothers knocked this out of the park and i think i've made it very very clear throughout this episode that this movie made me feel feels man yeah. <laughs> like they yeah. were just the holy shit moments there were moments that made me sad there were moments that made me angry there were moments that made me just uh you know reconsider what i thought of of, of certain characters in that universe and the, the best thing i can say about it is that you know it, it definitely made me just it made me want to see it again mm-hmm. like I am definitely going to go see it again I'm going to actually watch you know so, uh, the, the Winter Soldier before I do so um, and this movie is I feel like it's worthy of multiple viewings because there's a lot in there 
Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a mess though. Like that's the mm. thing. I feel like they did it well. Like they they actually managed to fit all these characters into this film and make it make sense. It's yep. not confusing. Everyone has their motivations and there's moments of joy, there's moments of pain, there's moments of anger, there's moments of sadness, there's moments of happiness and it is one of the, you know, best uh superheroes movies and just films in in general that you're likely to see this year. Mm. And just, you know, just in general, really. Um, so I, I have the same uh, recommendation as you guys. Go see it. Go see it multiple times. I am. Yep. Yeah, and awesome. um, <laughs> it was, uh, even though it ended on a rather somber note, because then maybe they're doing... Well, that's the what I wanted to get get, yeah. get at next. Like, what do you guys think this means going oh, forward for got, the MCU? You already got mm. Secret Avengers, if they want to do that. Yep. They got Ant-Man and Wasp. How is that going to affect that? Yep. Because he's on the run. Um, obviously, the Infinity Stone stuff. The... Thor. Yeah, there's so much. But if Thor is parallel to it, who knows? Uh, and then my biggest thing is Spider-Man and uh, Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther should be interesting because, um, as you mentioned, like you're kind of tired of the superhero team-up thing. Mm. And I feel like the presence of Captain America and Bucky, at the very least, in Wakanda uh, points to that. The fact that... unless Is Black Panther coming out before or after Infinity War? I think it's the last uh, movie before, before Infinity before, War, right? Before, yeah. Okay, so uh, you know, I'm thinking that Either the Secret Avengers are based out of Wakanda, mm-hmm. and they've taken them in, um, and uh, or just Bucky and Captain America will have a presence in that movie. And I don't know how I feel about that because I kind of just want to see, yeah. you know, I want to see the Black Panther breathe. Like I want to see that mm-hmm. character fleshed out. Yeah. So, and I'm sure, like, uh, I think that Ryan Coogler and just Marvel in general will will do that character justice. They already did. Like this movie was a fantastic introduction, yeah. so I'm really looking forward to what Ryan Coogler. Maybe type appearance like they had an Ant-Man yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I'd be fine with that yeah. I'd be I'm totally also curious on how Doc, Doctor Strange is gonna fit into this right. whole thing too yeah, yeah from from what I from what I read I heard that like Doc Strange is, is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a film that it, it, obviously is, it, it is set in the MCU but it's gonna be more of its own thing it's mm. not gonna tie directly mm. into the Infinity stuff yeah cause it's really it could go yeah, heard, to phase 4 cause I, I thought he, I thought he was confirmed for Infinity War Really? Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. There's gonna be a lot of people in that, and then it doesn't even this doesn't even touch on the Netflix. Well, stuff. I know they just yeah. they just confirm. I think the Netflix stuff they're keeping separate from what I yeah. understand. Like, they, they've said start. several times. But it does. I'd love to see Luke Cage in Infinity War, man. Yeah. <laughs> he he is a straight up Avenger. Like he's been but, the leader of the Avengers. But the Battle so, of New York has been mentioned in both Daredevil right. and Justice. Right, right. but I, so I think we're talking about them appearing directly in the movie. If I were Tony Stark, I would have recruited Daredevil. Beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> I think that's but not they did. I, I think the the producers actually mentioned that the reason that it makes sense for him for Tony Stark and Tony Stark's mind to recruit Spider Man is because he's a non lethal weapon. Like his powers, oh, webbing yeah. people up and yeah, keeping yeah. them subdued, gotcha. and not murdering them. <laughs> <laughs> well, he puts them in a coma and then they die afterwards. Yeah. So this phase three is really jam packed because I got Thor, Guardians. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who who did they just confirm for Infinity War? I know they just confirmed um, Star Lord and someone else. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah, they confirmed Star Lord is going to be an Infinity War. This shit's mm-hmm. going to be super interesting. And someone else, I forget who. It's they just confirmed with somebody else. Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, this should be a should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, they, they have piqued my interest once again. I yeah. have. Oh. I still have no superhero fatigue. Right. Sorry. Right. I do feel like I do. I uh, for the Black Panther. I want that to just be Black Panther. Like because yeah. that character was so cool. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to see him fleshed out even more. But on know. the other on the other side of that, and I'm sorry to to, to chime in on this. Um, no, you're not. I am really no, I'm not. I am really looking forward to seeing. Uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man hamming it up together oh, yeah. in that movie because yeah. Tony Stark's been confirmed for that movie yep. and I'm really looking forward to that like I want to see Spider-Man and have a Spider-Man story mm -hmm. but I think those characters sharing screen time together could be a lot of fun plus they had great chemistry too yes yeah right so I'm sorry what were you going to say Maurice I forget email uh, email <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to next after that last thought, which I forgot. But I'll remember during after these emails. We've got some <laughs> emails. We got two emails, both related to Captain America: Civil War. One is rather positive, and one was rather negative. So we'll see. Uh, first email. I'll be the judge of that. Captain America: Civil War. First sentence. I thought the movie was about forty-five minutes too long. The character selection was poor, as far as bringing in Ant-Man, a young thirteen-year-old looking Spider-Man, and the Black mm -hmm. Widow, and Hawkeye fighting for some reason. We didn't mention her, did we? Um, I gave an overall rating of 6 out of 10. I didn't like the fact that a series of words were able to recontrol the Witcher Soldier. I did like the fact that they went into the real-world scenarios and consequences for the Avengers, but I feel like every Marvel movie since the first Avengers now have to be connected in some way. I don't think this is a Captain America movie, per se. I think it was definitely more of an Avengers movie than anything. And I don't know where the character the Black Panther came from. The guy who was the Black Panther was a prince of Nigeria one minute, and the next he's a phenomenal assassin in a bulletproof, bomb-proof, knife-proof Black Panther suit with retractable claws. Yeah, it was kind of badass. It would make for an amazing solo movie. But we know everything we need to know about this backstory, so there's not enough storyline or mystery for a spin-off movie. Overall, I think this may be the final Captain America movie. One more Avengers movie is the rumor, where they also work with the Guardians of the Galaxy in finding the remaining Infinity Stones, so after that movie happens, Captain America should be put to bed. Ashes Tony Stark. Good day, podcasters. William Rich. What up, Billy? What the <laughs> hell, man? <laughs> okay. Um, we talked about a lot of this stuff during the show. We like, did. We all loved Ant-Man. Yeah. You need to listen to the podcast more, sir. Yeah. We, we, I feel like we would inform you better. <laughs> uh, correction. Also, uh, T'Challa, Black Panther, is not the prince of Nigeria. <laughs> He's the king of Wakanda. <laughs> and the reason, he's, the reason he's bulletproof and everything is because his entire suit is made of vibranium, Correct. which is what Captain America's shield is made out of, which is the hardest metal in the world. Yeah, adamantium is. Well, True. Well, Marvel well, Studios doesn't have the rights to adamantium. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, it is. It totally is. In <laughs> MCU, it is. It gets a little... I know it gets... So, um, but... The word, you know, where did he come from? He mentioned it that the Black Panther's been protecting his home world, but he hasn't really, or his home country, I should say, but he hasn't come out into the open until now. Yeah, they, they had so a very like, isolationist uh, policies yep. in that country. Mm -hmm. But they are like super duper, and I think you can see that at the end of the movie, they're like super duper technologically advanced, mm -hmm. which I think is really cool for like an African nation. Yeah. I hope they do that right in the movie. And yeah. it, it don't get a little confusing with all these Marvel movies because in Age of Ultron is when they really got into the vibranium with Ulysses. Yeah, um, Ulysses Claw. Yeah, yeah, and they're saying, oh, there's a ton of it there. And so that's... And they mentioned in the show in the movie real quick. He's like, oh, that's me. How'd you do that? That's me, not vibranium. Yeah, oh, okay. It's like one sentence they move on. But yeah, so they're all definitely connected. I think I do agree that sometimes they're getting a little too connected with everything and everyone everywhere where I'm ready for just dial it back a little bit. Um, and there was one some stuff about you know how much money it made. Was it really Captain America 3? Or was it Avengers 2.5? I say it was Captain America 3 because, like you said, it was still a Captain America story. Mm -hmm. And they said it was the top 
five grossing and Avengers superhero fatigue because Avengers one got two hundred nine million and then one ninety nine or something like that for Avengers two and then one, oh only one eighty one <laughs> it's almost it's already past like seven hundred million worldwide I don't have superhero fatigue either that's what I wanted to say earlier if they keep mm. cranking out content of this quality yeah. I will not get fatigued anytime soon I would not see mm. three Batman versus Supermans in a row by that I mean of the same quality right but I would continue to see these yeah, yeah if they're not yeah. my favorite I mean it I I mean it's unfortunate that. It you know wasn't quite up, uh, Billy. Billy said yeah. his alley, um, but the uh, I don't agree with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we we will respectfully agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. I um, think we've made our thoughts. Very but also, clear we remember like yeah. we're we're people that have seen every Marvel movie. We we've seen all the shows. We've done the deep dive. We talk about it once a week, so mm-hmm. we're much more familiar with the source material as well. Uh, not everyone's re- that we can remember that sometimes. We're not the only ones reading the comic books stuff like that. So. Uh, so, thanks for the email. We appreciate that. Um, maybe watch the Keep movie. sending them in. Yeah, watch a movie with Carl Bird. He'll walk us through Send them it. in at at gmail.com. <laughs> Hook us up with a five-star review, Billy. <laughs> thanks. Uh, next one is from uh, New Fake Eris. Civil War. <laughs> my thoughts on Civil War. I thought the movie was amazing, and now ranks first on my favorite Marvel movies, taking over Winter Soldier's spot. I loved how we pretty much get everyone in this movie, excluding Hulk and Thor, who I didn't really miss. The airport scene was awesome, and the new characters, Spider-Man and Black Panther, fit perfectly. Even Ant-Man, who I didn't think would work with all the other heroes, shines in this movie. I enjoyed this movie a lot. Give it a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. So yeah, the, in the earlier email, too, they mentioned Spider-Man and young Spider-Man. I like they changed that up um, in this one. I, I was a little concerned about Ant-Man. I, yeah, I was curious how that was going to work in, because he's mm-hmm. still... Since Marvel Train has really gotten going... His movie still only made six hundred million worldwide, so he's still like a lesser known guy. How is he gonna stand up with everyone else? But he definitely held his own. Yeah. And I thought Paul Rudd, he just like shines on screen. You know, he just made the most out of his screen time. Oh yeah. That hilarious. was another inspired casting choice. I gotta yeah. give it up to Marvel for that one. Yep. And he was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And then Thor and um, uh, Hulk. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't like pining for them, but I yeah. also understand they're very powerful, so they could probably. Yeah. yeah. That's that's another thing that. Uh, I thought Marvel does really well. Like they give shout outs to to sort of longtime fans, and like I said, they recreated that um, that Civil War number one cover at the yep. end of the movie. Yeah. They also did another. I think it was an Avengers cover with, with Ant Man on yeah, um, Arrow. Yeah. Like that. That shit was pretty cool. Like yeah. I, th- I thought the stuff with Ant Man was just yeah. really cool oh, yeah. throughout that whole fight. Hilarious. And then when I iron slices, I was I was dying. Oh. I, Paul Rudd was amazing. Oh yeah, the part where uh, Hawkeye's about to shoot him, he's on the right. Arrow. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm ready, Arrow guy. Let's do this. <laughs> and um, I mean, he was in Inside Iron Man suit. Yeah, that yep. was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And another shout out to Black Widow, because um, mm-hmm. I feel like she, uh, Scarlett Johansson, I think she kills it. She did. And yeah. she's yeah. ready for her own solo. And this is what we're talking about next week. She, yep. She's ready for her own solo movie. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it at this I, point. I've I've talked, I feel like they fleshed out that character. Yeah. Uh, well enough or even like a, a Black Widow and Hawkeye movie yeah. I feel like those two awesome. combined would make yeah. for a really cool because spy you know, I'm mm-hmm. actually I actually heard that Hawk, um, Hawkeye actually the guy who plays him actually wants a Netflix series I did read that yeah that'd be cool that'd, that'd be, be cool, cool. Yeah. there's so many different avenues out there 
Um, yeah, and I also people. I also like the fact that they didn't like over sexualize Black Widow in this movie. No, no. I don't remember her not being as much like butt. naked. Yeah, <laughs> like the other posters, she wasn't turned all the way around. Yeah, <laughs> I love, like fun. that. That's one thing we didn't mention. Like, oh, there's so much in this movie. Yeah, like they 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 just we'll they, get some we'll get some the, scraps next but, week. All right, well. sure, but you know, just as a, as a yeah, quick quick sure, quick sure, point, sure. like I I felt really good that they treated the women in this movie on equal ground. Like none of them needed no rescuing. Yep. There was no damsel in distress. Like Sharon Carter was treated with respect mm-hmm. in the movie, she was treated as an equal to like Captain America, um, and so was Black Widow with the rest of those heroes. Like nobody really gave a fuck that she was a woman. It was all out yeah. war. Let's do this. And when yeah. the giant man plan didn't quite work, who saved Captain America and Bucky? Right. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. No, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, and yeah, Scarlet Witch as well. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, she actually saved them a lot. Man, we yeah. don't think we mentioned her at all. No, we didn't. No, <laughs> I, will, I will say like to your point. We about, even mentioned Vision either. Like, nah. I will say to your point about the the female uh, heroes in this film, like like Scarlet Witch. Well, Wanda, because they, they don't have the rights to Scarlet Witch in in the MCU. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, like uh, she was she was OP as fuck in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. all she did was fling stuff. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that that moment where she got the the vision and fuck him, sank him to the, the core of the earth was yep. so cool. <laughs> that was pretty good. But no, yeah, they, they were saved by both uh, Wanda and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like kind of like a I don't know if she, I don't think she was a she wasn't like a double agent but she was just Captain America's her friend yeah. and, and you really see that in Winter Soldier like how close they got over time so yeah I think she's definitely right for her solo movie I'll see it all day I would rather see that than Captain Marvel I mean I'm still gonna see Captain Marvel cause they do so well which is also yeah. in Phase 3 yeah. Shit. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, Kevin Feige says that he hopes to have a director announced for that film by the end of the summer. Oh, nice. That's cool. I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, so that'll be cool. Yeah. Thanks for the email, uh, New Real Heiress. Hopefully one day <laughs> you can phase in and replace old Heiress. Fake. <laughs> Fake as hell. <laughs> but yeah, man. keep them coming. Codex Prime Bro. podcast at gmail.com. Scarlet Witch is Marvel's secret weapon. She's going to go in one of those movies, get rid of all the mutants, and then Marvel will have the rights of the X-Men back. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I mean, they, we'll, we'll talk about Apocalypse pretty soon because... That's the next one. That's the next one coming out down the pike. I'm not as excited for that as I was for Days of Future Past. Yeah. Or for this. The reviews are coming out and they're very mediocre. Yeah. Unfortunately. I just, I saw last thing before we go, uh, I did but, see one picture of Apocalypse that... Maybe sad because oh. it was something they didn't use that he looked just like he was jumped out of the comic books. Mm. Yeah, it's sad. One thing that's pretty cool though is my final thing. Uh, Wolverine three has been confirmed to be rated R. Oh yeah, yes. that's yes. good. The, yeah, X Men's timeline's all weird. Yeah, but mm. we'll talk about that more too. Uh, Vic, any last thoughts? Uh, like I said, yeah, Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening and uh, share your thoughts on the film. Uh, send us emails or uh, drop some five star reviews on iTunes. You can find us, on, yep. find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Select episodes will be posted yeah. on YouTube. Uh, and you don't have to just email the show. If you want to message us on Twitter, if you want to hit yeah, us on Twitter, yeah, we will. Yes. Facebook us. I think we're going to try and start posting a question of the week. So if you want to answer that, we'll start reading your answers on the show. Um, I think this week, our question of the week is, which side were you on? And why? Hmm? And why? Yeah. In 140 characters or less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll put it on the Facebook, too, so you can type to your heart's content. All right. Yeah. Um, and uh, no sitters like Carl Bird. We're all about <laughs> giving the people choice. Right. Carl Bird, any other final thoughts? Just like I said, go see the movie. Let us, let us know what you think. Send yep. us your reviews, five-star reviews, all that. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Later, nerds. Later. Peace out, y'all. See you when I see you.